Hi, everyone. This is Jen Kesnick, and you are listening to You Be You and I'll Be Me. And today I have from Team Rubicon, Mark D'Anafio, Region 2 Communications Manager. Hey, Mark. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome, and thank you for having us. Absolutely. So tell us, about what is Team Rubicon? So Team Rubicon is a disaster response organization that is veteran-led, and basically we, we tie together the skills that veterans bring to a disaster situation and pair that with civilian skills uh, that are currently there. And together, we're able to tackle disasters very effectively. Yeah, way more effectively, as I was reading on your website, um, which is awesome, by the way, that you just kind of cut out all the red tape stuff and just get things done. That's exactly right. Uh, we, we do have a model, and I, I won't uh, recite it because it does involve some swear words, but uh, <laughs> we do have a model of getting, getting stuff done. Right. And it's okay. You can say swear words. It's all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved, I, you know, I urge anyone who's listening to um, check out the website, teamrubicon.usa.org. And how did you get involved with Team Rubicon? I'm, I'm sorry. How did you get involved with Team Rubicon? So I got involved while I was working with... Uh, I was doing work with the United States Marine Corps uh, and helping veteran, uh, helping Marines uh, that were currently in the Corps separate and transition to civilian life uh, and happened to come across an ad for Team Rubicon. And it looked like um, a great organization at the time. Um, and that was right after Sandy had hit in New York. So cusp of, you know, just the infancy of the organization getting geared up to tackle uh, more disasters and be where we are today. Yeah, and can you tell us how uh, the name Team Rubicon came to be about? Sure, uh, Team Rubicon, basically, so how the story starts is we had uh, two Marines who saw some, you know, dis- a disaster happen in uh, Haiti and the, the earthquake that happened down there, and they decided they wanted to do something, so what they did was they grabbed all the gear that they could get in terms of medical supplies, and basically they just deployed themselves to that situation. And as they were down there, they were crossing from the Dominican Republic into Haiti. Uh, and they, cro- they were crossing you know, the border and river that separates uh, the island. And, and they saw that as a similar situation to uh, when uh, we were looking at crossing the Rubicon River back in, in uh, Italy in historic times. So they, they equated it with, you know, basically, that's the point of no return. Um, and, and so we crossed our own Rubicon and we, we headed to a point of no return. You know, from that point forward, it was growing the organization uh, and making it to what it is today. And we still have a lot more growth to go. Uh, I love the um, videos you guys have on your website. Um, one of them, you know, they're just like three minutes long, but they're really inspiring. And one of them said, you know, we crossed our Rubicon and now we burn the boat. So does that just mean there's no turning back? You just have to move forward? That's exactly what it means. There's no turning back at this point for us. We are going forward with you know what disaster response uh, will hold for us in the future. And as, as you've seen, it, it's, uh, it's looking to be a very busy future. Yeah, I mean, who knew that this would be so imperative now uh, with, you know, I saw on your website, you have the open data initiative that explains to everyone exactly where your money's going when you donate and where your volunteers are. And, you know, it's very extensive. So you get all the information, but you have Operation Hard Hustle and Operation Sawgrass right now. Can you tell us about that? 
So, yeah, I mean, so the, the transparency part, yeah, we, we are 100% transparent. We want people to know that, you know, the dollars that they're donating to Team Rubicon are actually going to where they expect them to go. Right. Uh, that those dollars are being used to help fund our, our strike teams in the field, to help fund our efforts to get to other locations and, and to help the communities rebuild. So that's what we really want people to know. That's exactly where the dollars go. And, and as for the operations, Operation Hard Hustle is uh, in Texas, and, and that operation is uh, you know growing day by day. We, we currently have over 200 volunteers that are uh, deployed down there. Uh, we're, we're looking at ramping up to almost 2,000. Um, so that's going to be a long-term uh, project for us in terms of uh, rebuilding the community, getting you know those homes that were damaged to states where they're repairable, uh, and so that people can start to go in and do that work that needs to be done. Uh, so and then sawgrass over in Florida, we've we've moved our teams into Florida after the hurricane struck there too. So uh, we're we're spreading our, our wings out over the you know the, the Gulf Coast, and uh, we have teams that are uh, I think we have about seventy individuals now in, in Florida who are assessing still. Uh, you know, Key West is is still uh, in a state where we're still down there looking at how we can integrate more people and more individuals. Uh, things that are missing in terms of our ability to get there, our lodging, um, and, and a place for us to actually um, stage ourselves so that we can do more to help out down there. So, you know, that's what hurricanes do. They, they kind of wipe out the infrastructure. And one of the great things about Team Rubicon is we're able to get our individuals in there and assess how we can, you know, get ourselves into that situation with minimal infrastructure and what we can do to help. So we really have that capability. And that's that's a big part of where, you know, the veterans come from, that they're, they're not afraid to get into these situations right. uh, and get themselves down there on the ground. Because the the, I, sorry, go ahead. We're also and we're also evaluating. Um, you know, I know that everybody's concerned about Puerto Rico as well, and we actually have recon teams down there doing assessments and trying to determine uh, what capabilities we can bring to bear on that situation. And 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 also on top of that, we have a, an entire international operation. So we have individuals from the United Kingdom Team Rubicon groups who are uh, deployed to St. Martin, uh, and they're also uh, you know looking at. Uh, We've got operations in several other countries as well. So you have uh, to, you have your work cut out for you right now. We're spread out, right? We're spread out, and uh, and but great thing about being you know this visible and, and the tempo of these you know current situations is that our numbers are growing uh, thanks to you know the publicity that we get from organ you know from groups like yourself um, and also just the you know the growing concern for what the future holds uh, we've seen cr incredible growth in our, our membership numbers and people willing to step up and to help out their fellow neighbor that's amazing I love that and what can people do to get involved I, I just really um, I didn't know it wasn't just veterans and then a friend of mine introduced me through social media to a friend of hers that just got finished volunteering uh you know two weeks in texas and as yes. so i didn't know you know civilians could do it too that's civilians amazing can do it too yeah we, we look for kick-ass civilians who want to get involved um so after the show i'm hoping you'll join absolutely but what we uh basically what any individual needs to do is they can go right to our website teamrubiconusa.org and start that process and, and, it, and the process is it's somewhat simple. Um, there's a couple of courses we need you to take so you understand uh, the basics of disaster response and, and what you're going to get involved in. 
And we also require a background check. Obviously, you know, we're deploying people into situations in people's homes uh, and we're deploying people side by side in tight quarters yep. when, when they do get deployed. So we want to make sure we have, you know, upstanding uh, citizens who, who respect their, their fellow neighbor. So those are the basics. Um, but anybody can go and, and check that out. You know, if you have, um, you know, skill sets that, you know, would fit with our organization, that always makes it, you know, somewhat a better fit. Uh, we often look, we have a lot of firefighters who join. We have a lot of EMTs or EMS professionals, uh, nurses, doctors, et cetera, uh, that get involved. And those skill sets fit with a lot of the operations we do. There's always a need for medical care. Um, there's always a need for, you know, how we respond to these things. Um, in terms of disasters, we, we look at firefighters for structural uh, things and, and how to approach certain situations. So there's, there's a great need for individuals in those professions. But uh, any individual can join the organization um, and, and go through those courses. Amazing. I will definitely join up. I'm going to find some other people to do it, too. Publicity is a big part of it. And, and you know, it, there's certainly room for somebody who can do this job. That's right. Um, well, thank you so much. And if you want to get involved, you can go to teamrubiconusa.org uh, or look for them on Facebook or Instagram, Team Rubicon, or on Twitter at Team Rubicon. Um, well, Mark, it's definitely not easy, but nothing worth it ever is. So thank you so much for all that you do and all that everyone does at Team Rubicon. Appreciate it, Jen. Thanks. And thanks for putting the word out there. Absolutely. So uh, please check out Team Rubicon. And if you like what you hear, go to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time, peace. <laughs>